welcome to Dating in the City, Season 6. We're the Conti sisters, matchmakers and co-founders of Matchmakers in the City, an old-school personal matchmaking firm headquartered here in Los Angeles, regularly featured on Access Hollywood, Forbes, Relevant Radio, and more. We've been celebrity matchmakers for 10 years, and now we're spilling all of our secrets about love and relationships to you. Hey, you guys, and welcome to Dating in the City. I'm Alessandra Conti. And I'm Christina Pineda. And we're so excited to be here with you guys today. It's a bright and beautiful day in LA today. Christina, how is it in Nashville? It's pretty warm here. It was, we had a gorgeous day yesterday, but today it's gotten pretty hot, but it's still nice. That's so good. When I was visiting, I was just so bitter. I was so cold. (laughs) I just, my, my tolerance for weather is so, it's the lowest. It really is. Yeah. She's one of those people who puts, has the heat on all winter and the air on all summer. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) It's true. Well, the air, yeah, well, I guess I'm just at 75 all the time. Like my heat is at 75. Oh. Yeah, because I'm just, I get so cold. My body. It's fun to have your thermostat at 75 in the summer when it's the air, but in the winter, oh. Oh my gosh. Come on. No, you love it freezing, freezing cold. I don't love it. It's just. I know. I I don't like heat on anyway. Anyway, well, bless you. Um, so it's so fun to be with you guys today. We have so much to talk about. Everything from the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial Mm -hmm. to the Kim Kardashian. She's under fire yet again. For more comments, we're gonna relate them all back to you and your dating life. And let's just jump right in, Christina. Wonderful. Stars, they're just like us. In this segment, we discuss the top relationship-related stories in pop culture today and how to apply them to you in real life. Okay, so major, major trigger warning, domestic violence. Um, so I we this trial has been going on for a few weeks now. Mm-hmm. I want to say even like a month. Um, the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. So, Christina, have you heard anything about this? Yes, I have. Okay. Okay. So basically Johnny Depp is suing Amber Heard for defamation about Mm -hmm. a, um, a expose that she, um, that she wrote, I believe, oh gosh, what magazine was it for? It was for, oh God, Amber Heard. I'm sorry, you guys, I should have, I should have, um, done the, the proper, I feel like I just know so much about it because I've been like, so, um, I've just been, I've been so like inundated in it, but let me like, let me give you guys like the, the just basics. So da, 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 da. Okay. Um, uh, digital media spectacle. Okay. So heard published an op-ed in the Washington post back in 2018. Um, and this is according to variety magazine. Um, sorry, I had just looked it up too, but I had written the wrong words. I wrote Amber heard magazine exposed. Oh, (laughs) well, it's okay. It's okay. No one's perfect. Christina. Keep going. Um, But yeah, so basically she had, um, 
she had, yeah, she wrote this op-ed, Washington Post. Mm -hmm. She alluded to domestic abuse allegations that she had leveled against Depp during their divorce two years earlier. But the thing is, she did not name Johnny Depp or restate any of the allegations, but she did align, this is literally a direct quote, align her experience with the hashtag Me Too movement. And then, um, but Johnny Depp is suing Amber Heard because of um, the defamation by implication. So it's like their defamatory ins- insinuation um, that, yeah, she, it's, it's just... So anyway, it's like this whole thing, I just feel like first and foremost, like I understand Johnny Depp wanting to clear his name because he said he went from like the most being a beloved figure and like having all this work to being like Quasimodo. And nobody wanted to work with him. Nobody wanted to touch him. He lost projects. And like, I think he's suing for like 50 million or something like that. Mm -hmm. Not that he needs the money. um, But it's just, he's trying to clear his name. But I just think that it's a lose-lose because Mm -hmm. they they have basically like, opened up their relationship, which was volatile. Okay. You can't, regardless of did Johnny Depp hit Amber Heard or not, like, did he physically put his hands on Amber Heard or not? This relationship was volatile and you hear she has recordings. She like, they came with receipts, both of them, because he has recordings like, but it's just a complete smear of both of them. So like in my eyes, it's a lose, lose. And I, I believe having, having heard from both of them and kind of listening to both of them. Um, I think they both were physically abusive to each other. I think this was Mm -hmm. mutual abuse, but the thing with Amber is that, I mean, what is, what are your thoughts on that initially, Christina, just like that initial, like just opening up your relationship to the public like that. Mm, yeah. And well, it's also a time where in with the Me Too movement that it really is very sensitive culturally time to any kind of kind of domestic violence or violence towards women regardless. So even if she did the same thing to him, First of all, it doesn't make it right if one person does it to the other person. It doesn't it doesn't make it right for anyone? Violence is never right, but especially I could see it really damaging his career. And I guess he's just used to a totally different lifestyle than he has right now. And now he sees the opposite side. But it shows that how easy, how easily fame comes and goes. And when you have a relationship that isn't found, doesn't have a foundation in love and growth and the Lord and just, just a, again, you guys, this is not a religious podcast, Christina just tends right, to bring but the religious, is, um, yeah, the but pump, I'm just the religious at, pump. Right. So if, if you're not, Jewish and you don't say the Lord, that's fine. I just want right, to exactly, not when it's not ostracize our listeners that are not maybe, you know, 
Right. It just, it just shows me because he had previously been in a relationship with, and he had, I think he has children from, from Vanessa Pavadi. Yeah, yeah. And, and there were no allegations of abuse in any of his previous relationships. relationships right. Yeah, there've right. never but been any live, allegations. Yeah. But when yeah. you live and then he's getting so many roles and then you have this gorgeous Amber Heard yeah. I don't know how they met, but I'm sure on she on a movie. There they we go. Did a movie together. She's this tempting, beautiful, and not that it was her fault. I'm not saying blaming that on her, but when it's you know you can be really attracted to someone, but you can have a volatile relationship with them, and that's what we talked about last time with the Bridgerton that caustic relationship of the main character. And what's her name? Yeah. That girl, um, Adwe- not yeah. Adwina, it's the other one. Yeah, yeah. Mm, but that's what I'm saying is you can, there needs to be a level of peace to have a healthy relationship. It could be mm-hmm. the most beautiful or handsome, beautiful woman, handsome man in the world. You could have amazing chemistry. But I was just saying this in the date coaching session. That chemistry is a roller coaster. You got to have peace. That will not, you will not be happy in that relationship. There needs to be an end to the roller coaster. Yeah. So it's very important when you're looking for a healthy relationship to look for the peace and not always the ups and downs and volatile nature that sometimes can be very attractive to people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm just, and I, I think that like explosive audio recordings and email ex- exchanges. And I mean, some of the stuff that Johnny Depp burning and effing herds rotting corpse, <gasps> like, yeah, he's, he said some bad stuff, but then also like Amber just is, it's just so crazy because I think that, oh, at like, like even he even texted, I feel pushed. I push back. I feel hurt. I will hurt back. And and a fight commences. I will fight back. And obviously so will you like, so it's just like, Mm. there was a severed finger. Like, it's just really weird. He like drew blood on it. He like drew something in blood. It's just, it's a very insane and volatile thing, but it's, it's wild how the public has completely, um, the public is just like not hearing it from Amber Heard. Like the public like uh, actively does not believe Amber Heard and hates Amber Heard and is completely with Johnny Depp. Really? Yes. This is, and I think it's so fascinating because I feel like with so many of these Me Too trials and the Me Too movement, it's always the, like, it's a majority of the time, 99% of the time, the women are always believed. But Johnny Depp is such a beloved, beloved actor that and public figure and just celebrity crush Christina when we have remember early days early days of matchmakers in the city every woman's celebrity crush was Johnny Depp Mm -hmm. every and remember we went to the Grammys and we experienced Johnny in person and remember I said to you you don't remember oh my god I'm dead 
You don't remember? Remember he did a he did an award and remember I said to you, "Oh my gosh, he seems so affected." And like oh I loved Johnny Depp when I Pirates of the Caribbean, like damn, hi Johnny. Like he was so beautiful. He's a beautiful man, but remember I told you how affected he seemed like mm. when and that was around that no, no no, that was 20 we moved to LA when was it? 2012. So that was before all of this before he started dating Amber. But it's it's I think it's just really, really fascinating that the public is just completely siding with Johnny. And it's so weird. Hmm. I mean, when you, when you watch the Amber Heard and her testimony, it's, it seems like, it seems like she's acting badly. Like, I I don't know how to explain it. Hmm. And I, I'm kind of objective here because obviously, like I said, Johnny Depp was a celebrity crush. Then I experienced him in person and was like, uh, he seems very affected and just everything that we know about these men in Hollywood. It's just like, no. Um, but it's, it is fascinating how it just, maybe, she, maybe she, I don't know. It just, it comes off very disingenuous. So, but Interesting. like, it comes very rehearsed. Like her testimony feels very, very rehearsed in my opinion. And I think in a lot of the public's opinion as well, that to say, I mean, I, I, I do personally do believe that it was a mutually abusive relationship. That's what the therapists have said. And, but I just wish everyone would just come clean and say, you know, I'm sorry. This is what happened. Yeah. And that's that. And if you hate me public, hate me, whatever, I'll get over it. But at least I'm being honest. Yeah. But I think just, yeah, Johnny is just trying to clear his name, but I think that in doing so he has, he is now opened up like this, not even can of worms, but like anybody who kind of, when you just see the memes and the, the public's like adoration of, of Johnny, you're like, Oh, obviously he's innocent. It's Johnny Depp. But then when you actually like like read the testimony and see the text messages and Mm. like it's just it's very damaging like regardless it's damaging very damaging I just I think this relationship and what's happening right now should be a warning for a lot of people and because you think you see these couples on the red carpet you see the photos you see Instagram photos and they look like perfect couples. Mm. They're so in love. They have everything. What I would give to be like them. It's a lot of people will think about, especially if you're single, but this is the opposite. This is the side of what you're not seeing. And this is coming to light. I also want it to be a warning sign for the machine gun Kelly and Megan Fox, because they also have a very volatile and bloody relationship. And I think that people really need to watch out and watch what path you're going down. Actually, that was a quote from our dear mother. Watch what path you're going down. Not to me, but something that she said to a friend who I thought was, that I thought was very good advice for the friend. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I agree. And I almost think that just, there are a lot of times when couples, like when exactly that, that, that perception is perfection. It's like, what's really going on? Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I just, you had an Instagram story or something. I got that from you. Oh, you had done something where you said it it looks perfect, but really 
It's not. You yeah. If you something. think, no, if you think your relationship is perfect, like check his phone. That's what, honestly, that's what I always say. I'm sorry. I just, no, I, I just think that I know that, especially, and even if you look back at, I remember when they were together and they appeared to be such a united front. So in love, blah, blah, blah. And all the interviews were always super positive and affirming and da, 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 da. Of course, you're not going to, you know, be slamming your partner, especially as a public figure. But I think that it just goes to, it goes to back to, you know, um, that pressure that a lot of couples feel when they're maybe out with their friends and, or they're, you know, they're at a girl's brunch or something and asking like, Oh, how's, how's, you know, married life. And Oh, it's so amazing. It's so perfect. And so this, and so that like, you know, like, sweetie, come on. Like, I, you know, right. And you know. I think you yeah. were also saying, don't compare yourself yes, to people. Don't compare. The only one you should compare yourself to is yourself. Because mm-hmm. you never know what's going on behind closed doors. A hundred percent. No, exactly. Not listen. Not to shoot down somebody that's not like ragging on their husband or significant other all the time. But I do think it's like it's okay for a relationship to not be perfect. And a lot of times, you know, Mm. it's, it's, it's important to acknowledge that you're two real people. And I don't know, that's just my vibe on all of it. I think it is too, because you could look at photos and say, Oh, I wish I had that. And, but actually you have a wonderful relationship, but there's always going to be ups and downs. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. As long as it's not, a, like you said, a roller coaster right, of aggressive highs, and, lows, yeah, violence, yeah. emotional abuse, like mm-hmm. physical and emotional abuse. Like, and you know, you know, when you're in a cycle, you know, when things are in a cycle and you can step out of it and you can get out and you can live an amazing life. And there are so many great men and so many great women who are not emotionally or physically abusive. It's just really hard to see it when you're in the middle of it all. Um, so anyway, my heart we had actually, we had posted a photo with one of our articles of them a few years ago as wow. It's like interesting killer of a great couple. Yeah, Yeah. It's really wild, but yeah, it's so true. I mean, I think that it, it also is like, it goes to show when it comes to a breakup, you know, a lot of times there's no, a lot of times there are, it's not like there's one person that was solely the victim, one person that was solely the perpetrator. It's, you know, yeah, I don't know. That's, I just wanted to discuss it because I feel like this is like a huge deal in our society right now. And it's just, it's just a lot, it's a lot to, Mm -hmm. to unpack. So I'm glad we could unpack that. Let's move on to the next. So Kim Kardashian, my darling Kim is under fire yet again. She's always under fire. Poor Kim. She can't say anything for saying that she lost 16 pounds in two weeks to fit into her Met Gala dress. So did you hear this, Christina? No, I haven't. So the Met Gala was, um, a few days ago and Mm -hmm. it was fabulous. And it was like, the theme was um, Americana, like something that was like very similar to last year. Hold on, Met Gala theme. I don't Let think, I think this. last year was pretty iconoclastic. It was, remember one year it was just yeah. very, re- just very problematic. It was a religious theme. Oh yeah, I thought that was beautiful. I love that. It was very, very. Yeah. Well, this year is Gilded Glamour. So it's really cool. New York's Gilded Age, Excess, Grandiosity. Again, Vanity Fair. Here we are. 
Um, but anyway, so um, Kim in, you know, Kim basically wore Marilyn Monroe's dress, this beautiful Marilyn Monroe dress that was literally Marilyn Monroe's dress that was in the Ridley's Believe It or Not Museum. Hmm. And there was no, and she, um, it's the dress that I think Marilyn wore to sing Happy Birthday, Mr. President. Like, so it's iconic, but it, this is an iconic moment in guilt, like, you know, in history. Yeah, I know, but it's a, an adulterous moment. I, Christina, I know, but this is, okay, it's fashion. All right. So anyway, we're veering off course. So Kim, um, Kim wore this dress and in order, obviously, <laughs> excuse me, in order to wear it, she could not, um, like she couldn't, uh, alter the dress like she couldn't get it altered for her for her body so she then had to go on this really intensive diet and workout spree and she had to lose 16 pounds hmm. and so she though has come under fire by a lot of people um a lot of women that you know again trigger warning again i mean this is you know hearing about a drastic weight loss in two weeks, that's, you can't, I mean, losing 16 pounds in two weeks there, I don't care what anyone says. It just is not healthy. Even if you do it in the most healthy way possible. It's it's almost impossible to do that. It's just starve yourself basically. Yeah. Yeah. And I think anyone that has even had a, any brush with even a minor, I mean, not that they're major and minor, sorry, trigger warning, but like not there, not that there's like Uh, major and minor eating disorders because eating disorder as a whole is a major thing. But I know when I was losing weight and I never had an eating disorder, but I definitely, there were days when I just like would, I would be like, Oh, I'm just not going to eat. Like I, because I want to lose this another pound or like, I'm really Mm. hungry and I'm okay with that because I know I'm going to step on the scale tomorrow and I'm going to be two pounds less. And when you're in that, it's not, it's not healthy, obviously for your mental health or for your physical health, it's just not healthy. Um, but I also acknowledge that for me, it was, you know, it, it didn't affect me in the way that, you know, you can go down that road and it can be a really dangerous road. For yeah. me, I got to a really healthy place. I have an amazing relationship with food and all of that. But anyway, I wanted to talk about... I'm the best woman in the world. I'm the best woman in the world. No, listen, <laughs> I listen. Certain, no, but certain things have gotten me off the rails mental health wise. This was not one of them. My weight loss was a very like... Oh, yeah. Positive, you know, like a, certain relationships have put me out, like needing a lot of therapy and like a lot of, a lot of rebuilding. The weight loss yeah. was not one of those things. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I can acknowledge and recognize that yes, there were unhealthy behaviors, but like for me, it wasn't an unhealthy, like it was, I ended up really good with all of it. And I'm at a weight that I love. Exactly. Um, exactly. Very you were, manageable. You heal. You took care of what you needed to, and yeah. No. No. Yeah. No, like you guys are. <laughs> I'm fine. Way, no one took off any time. <laughs> I'm talking. I was working the whole way through, giving dating advice. Bless. But I was. Get, it was good because I was giving dating advice to not do what I was doing. Exactly. So, like, I, you guys, I just want to let you all know that I am basically like your guinea pig and your petri dish, and you know any struggle that I 
go through, I like to think that it has a greater purpose so that I can guide people to not make the mistakes or not even mistakes, not to just save yourself from the unnecessary trauma and turmoil that I put myself through. So that is, you know what, if I can help one person not go through the turmoil that I've had to go through with some of these dating relationships, amen. Like that's, I would not, I would prefer to not experience that anything like what I've experienced relationship wise again. Um, and I don't think I, I don't think I will. I think I'm on like a really good path now. Um, but anyway, okay. Wow. TMI, TMI back to weight loss though. So I wanted to kind of pivot this first of all, Christina. So I think we can both agree losing 16 pounds in two weeks and is like unhealthy. Right. Unless it's someone who's morbidly obese and that's just a natural part of exercising and eating better food because that could happen. But Mm -hmm. I don't think Kim is not definitely. She's, she's, I, I, I mean, I don't really look at photos of her, but I would assume she's in good shape. Oh my God. Christina, it's Kim Kardashian. She's (laughs) a queen. She's the most beautiful has the best figure is super healthy appearing to be super healthy except for this but i also think like just dating wise okay so i want to almost separate what i want to ask now because in real life like is losing weight a for dating a good idea mm-hmm. so yeah, well i just wanted to mention something yes just tie this in a little bit more that actors and actresses, anyone in the entertainment industry who's in front of the camera, even if they're just a stunt person, they have to gain, lose weight all the time in at least two weeks would probably be, this is a normal thing for a lot of people. That's why I don't think Kim should be the only one thrown under the bus for this because this is normal and happening. Right. Most people don't talk about it, Yeah, but to get a role or to say, Mm -hmm. if they accept a role and you're already a big star, they might say, okay, but we need you to do X, Y, Z. That's part of the Hollywood life. And okay. So for dating, this, I definitely think making sure you are, it's part of, it's the journey to love is a mind, body, soul experience. You can't neglect your body if you want to date and you want to find the right person for you. So definitely if you are, if you're overweight, if you need to slim down a little bit, man or woman, great idea. If you want it for dating, that might motivate you more to get to a healthy place. But if it becomes a a compulsion of you need to be a stick thin, that is a problem. Yeah. I think that, yeah, just what I've learned in through being a matchmaker for 10 years and through my own dating experiences, having been every, every size. um, And I think that it, I know. And I feel like, have I verbal, I feel like I've verbalized this in the past on the podcast that, yeah, that dating. So I, a few years ago, I, my, 
my um, philosophy was if you have an appetite for food, you have an appetite for life. And especially just as matchmakers in the city was taking off, I was going out to dinner every night of the week and having bolognese basically every night of the week. And it would always, I would eat muffins and, and, and eggs and a shake every the morning kind of muffins the ones from the supermarket that have all of the preservatives high fructose corn syrup like disgusting. all the unhealthiest but like I was a happy gal I was and I did gain a substantial amount of weight so I then at Christina's wedding obviously there was a photographer and I saw photos of myself and I was like oh my gosh like who is that? Like, I don't even know. I just, I didn't recognize myself because it had gotten to a level where I, and it was, I was unhealthy. I was having acid reflux. Like I would, Mm -hmm. I was tired all the time and, but I was happy. I will say I was like mentally very happy. I was a happy gal. Carbs are very joy producing. Um, But anyway, so I then made the decision and I was dating, of course, all through that time. And I had a few boyfriends, um, but I then I went on like my weight loss journey and I lost a substantial amount of weight. I won't say the exact number, but it's it's quite a clear like when you look at pictures of myself from a few years ago to now it is a very distinct change I was even I was at dinner last night and um just chatting with these uh just two girls who also like lost like got really healthy and lost weight and I we were just I was showing them photos and I was like oh my gosh like that is really wild but something that I I mean I will definitely say that in a city like LA, um, dating as a curvy girl versus dating as somebody who's really fit and in shape are two completely different experiences. It is day and night, Mm -hmm. day and night. Um, I think that dating as a curvy woman, I was able to tell people's true intentions straight off the bat straight off the bat, it was so easy for me to discern, um, if somebody was a good person or a a douchebag. Um, and then, but dating as somebody who is like having lost a lot of weight and who is like objectively and really, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm really good shape. I am. Um, it's a lot it is a lot different because of these, a lot of men will like put it on in the, you know, and then you don't like, they'll be, um, they'll, they'll have their representative. So actually, um, this is not, I can't even claim this. I can't claim this phrase. So when people go on dates, especially for the first few dates, they go as their representative. This is a young man. I can't, I won't say his name, but I did not come up with this. Um, One day, maybe I'll, I'll say, I'll, I'll quote it to his name, but you come as your representative. And I love that idea. So when, as dating as a curvy girl, I would, the representatives like would they would not really be it would be like the the true guy but dating as like you know it's you get the representative and then you have to like really learn and get to know the guys better um a perfect example i remember i had been at Wally's uh years i i had i met this guy years and years ago when i was at when i was at my kind of curviest um and this guy was 
I met him at the Beverly Hills hotel actually. And he was such a jerk. He was like a friend of a friend, such a jerk to me, barely like acknowledged my presence, like barely Mm. just was a douche. Like, and I knew, and I was like, all right, whatever. Like you're a douchebag. I get your vibe. It's all good. Um, I wasn't offended at all. I just was like, all right, whatever. It's not, you know, he's clearly like, he would talk to, you know, the other like beautiful, these beautiful women. And I was like, all right, I I got it. I got it, honey. Okay. Then years (laughs) later, like four years later, when I had lost, my weight. Um, I met this guy again at Wally's and it was with the same group. And I obviously remembered him because I just remembered him and he, his treatment of me, mm. if I had just met this guy that time, mm-hmm. I would be like, Oh my gosh, he is such a sweetheart. Wow. Like what a gem, blah, 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 blah. And I, so it was day and night, the treatment. So I, I say that specifically as an example, because that was somebody that I met when he was single and he was single that time and he was single now. Um, so yes, it is a very different experience. That's not to say that, I'm sorry, I'm monologuing a little bit, but this is something that's very close to my heart because I've experienced this. That's not to say that there are men that are not attracted to curvy women. There absolutely are 150%. And I think that I'm a big believer that if you are a curvy woman, don't edit your photos aggressively. Like, put yourself out there as you are, because there are men that really love your body shape and that will love that in you. And that's, those are though the guys that you want to be attracting. You don't want to be attracting guys that are not physically drawn to a curvier woman. And then you end up like, or you're like, you know, you're posing in a way that's really, that you look really, really like, and different. It's just, it's, there's no good. There's no bad. It's, it's obviously healthy is the the goal, but you want to put yourself out there as you are in the most fabulous light though. So when I was dating curvy, I was, remember my photos when I was doing app dating and online dating, I put myself out there. It was not, I wasn't catfishing anybody. I was, you know what I mean? Like you had certain poses though. I mean, there definitely, there were some poses, but it wasn't giving me the best. Yeah, they were the best angle, but it was obvious that I was a curvier woman. Right, right. You know, like obviously it wasn't, I wasn't like edited where I looked like I was 10 pounds, you know? Um, And I'm not saying I dated perfectly. Yes, but I will say that that would be my advice to a curvier girl. Like don't try, you know what I mean? Like embrace it, own it, put it out there that this is, who you are. There are great guys that love. We just signed a client who's into curvier woman, women. I love that. Um, but also, yeah, like if getting healthy and, and wanting, if you though kind of are coming in, this is, here's the Achilles heel or whatever. Mm. If you're coming in yeah. and you're coming into matchmakers in the city <laughs> and you're saying, I'll only date men who are really active, who go to the gym every day. And, but this is the thing also, because some women have thyroid problems. So it's sometimes it is a thyroid issue where losing weight is very challenging. And they were, I even remember when I, I worked out all, I worked out probably more than I do now, but it's all about the food that you eat, which is also something that I learned in weight loss, but it is. And also, yeah, yeah, it is. So I'm not shaming anybody who's active and and still, you you have to be honest 
mess with what you look like. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I don't know. No, but it's, no, no, but not in a negative way. Not it's not saying. Not in a negative way. It's yeah, just you're not saying don't discriminate that. against yeah. what you look like. Yeah, yeah. Don't, exactly. Don't come in and then say, I won't date work. a man who has a belly or something like that. Or I won't date big guys or like he has right. to be really fit. <laughs> Remember we dated a client. Remember we, and we dated, we worked with a client who was a bigger girl and we were like, yes, honey, you're beautiful and fabulous. And she was so physically just ruthless. Yeah. Remember she was like, she was like, he was overweight. And we're like, what? He was great. Like he was awesome. So you guys, I know this is a touchy subject. Christina, do you have anything? You've always been a stick. So it's really hard for you to kind of relate, but you've been a matchmaker and we've worked with a lot of different body types. I think also under what you said hits it right on the, yeah. Right on the nail, right on the head. You, you yeah. did a beautiful job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like embrace wherever, whatever size you're at, there are going to be people who are totally into that. That's awesome. Um, but and healthy is the goal. Is the healthy, end. healthy, healthy. Whether it's right, not too skinny and, yeah. you know, keeping track of your health. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, great. Um, Let's move on to sisterly advice. It's Mansur's edition. Every week we answer a listener's burning question and every week we give them advice that only your sister would give you. Hi, Christina and Ellie. I recently started using the date, the apps to date, specifically Bumble, but girls will match with me and then not start combos. Then when they do, they seem to die out after one or two days. What am I doing wrong? From bumbled out. (laughs) Oh my God. That's so cute. Okay. Well, first of all, congratulations on just being proactive with your dating life. A lot of times if you do nothing, nothing's going to happen. Um, Mm -hmm. so I'm a big believer. You want to diversify your dating life, diversify your dating portfolio, (laughs) So diversify your life, (laughs) diversify, diversify. Oh, that was great. That was a, that was a COVID, a COVID uh, little video. I think that (laughs) element got edited out. Um, But anyway, but they will not get edited out this, this go around. (laughs) Um, Okay. So, um, All right. So they'll match with you. So congratulations. Love that you're on the apps. Uh, Disclaimer. I want to remind you that a lot of women edit their photos. Um, So keep that in mind. And just that, that, because I just worked with a client yesterday and he was in the office and he literally showed me a Mm. photo from Bumble and he was like, all right, like, I really like this girl. Like, you know, and he showed me her, she was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, sweetheart, like I can show you the app that she used to get her face to look exactly like that. Because I used to do that to my face and I don't do that anymore. Um, so it takes one to know one. Um, I don't do it anymore. I refuse. I'm just, no, absolutely not. Um, I do minor it's sometimes minor edit. Like you just need a little edit sometimes. Like if you're, it's just whatever. Okay. Anyway. So like, I'm not totally perfect. Okay. Anyway. Um, Christina, what do you, okay. So do you want, just because I feel like I've been monologuing a lot right now. So I know, but I, I think you had specifically wanted to tell this man certain things for this is what you need to do for your dating profile. Yeah. But first I think you had a great 
start that if you're using the apps, just know that you're go- it's going to take a lot of time probably yes. to find a woman who, because most women have edited their photos. That's why it's great to work with a matchmaker because we take care of all that. We meet with everyone and see what everyone looks like really. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yes, but, and then 100%. I think you probably will also say that it's your job as the man to start the conversation. Yes, but in Bumble, you can't. So so specifically oh, to speak on Bumble, I want to okay. talk about Bumble for a second. So, okay, you guys, the most important thing on Bumble is for you to put your work. So you need to... You need to, first of all, photos are like your first photo. Number one, it should be a clear photo that shows you Mm. well-dressed either in suit or not like if you want to be like camping or something like that, just save that for like the third or fourth photo, just either in a suit, in um, fitted jeans, a nice top. I don't care what you want. What do you want? Do you, you want a mountain woman? They don't, I'm sorry. Like. No, stop. You're going to get then if you want, like if you, okay. I'm also speaking to the guy that wants to date the women that like the type of women that we work with and that we are matchmaking, which are, if this is you, if you want to date a beautiful woman who is fit and active and kind and loving and feminine and fabulous, then follow this advice. If you want to date a woman who doesn't care about what she looks like, is rugged, is an outdoors woman, don't take my advice because I'm not, you're not my target demographic. Okay. We're a, we're Beverly Hills matchmaking company. Okay. So if you want to date the type of women that we would match you with, this is you, then you can take my advice. If you don't, it's fine to listen to campers, campers date, whatever podcast. I have no idea. I don't know anything about that, but anyway, so, okay. So, so first and foremost, your main photo. And if you do not have any good photos of yourself, you have to get photos taken, either get them taken professionally or have a friend come over and just set up a bunch of different outfits. And like, and either if you can work with a stylist, amazing. If not, Christina, what is the name of that stylist that, um, that they can literally just go to his website and just pick out different outfits from that amazing website style. Well One built of our style. Told us about him, and he is for men. Creme de la creme. Go to his website. Creme de la yes. creme. Just go to the website. I need to, I need to show that website to Dan. I think yeah. that will be yeah. great. Yeah. And just copy whatever outfit reach like gets exciting is exciting for you. Just bring a picture of that and like bring it to literally anywhere, bring it to H and M, bring it to Bloomingdale. H and M is a good one. H and M is great. Bring it to Nordstrom man. Like just bring it wherever. Nordstrom man probably. Nordstrom is amazing. Just bring it to and show the cashier. Be like, I want to look like this. Show me what I should buy and then get it fitted to your body. And then have a couple different outfits, take a few different photos. So photos is number one. Smile in the front, not behind you. Light front. Light hitting yeah. you on the face and the front towards yeah. you, not behind you. If you can get a suit photo, that would be amazing. So if you're going to a wedding or if you're just, if you just want to get a suit for a day for your photo shoot, suits are seductive. Women love a man in a suit. I have yet to meet a woman who has said that she is not attracted to a man when he's wearing a suit. 
Like that's why you wear them for your wedding because it's like universally attractive. Okay. That's so, the reason. so yes, that is the reason, obviously, obviously <laughs> my, okay. So the next thing, so photo is number one, have a great first photo, smiling, laughing, look welcoming, no sunglasses, no mirror pictures. If you have a mirror picture in your profile, you like, you may as well just not, just don't do it. Just don't, just don't online date. Like, just don't do it. You are giving creepy vibes. Okay. Just, if you want a quality woman, do not have a mirror pic. I don't care how amazing your muscles look in the mirror pic. Just take it down, have a normal photo, even set your phone up to take a photo of you. Just don't do it yourself. Also selfies a are- selfie stick. So, selfies <laughs> are a little, like they're hit or miss, okay? They're really hit or miss. I'm not gonna lie. If you're sitting there, if you have a selfie and like, it's it just, you're like kind of doing a smoldery eye in the selfie. Oh. It, it's very like narcissist vibes mm-hmm. and women pick up on that. Um, definitely, if you have a female friend or a cousin or literally any female in your life, show her your dating profile and say, show her the photos and say, do I look creepy in any of these photos? What? Or work with a matchmaker and we can tell you too. Yes, we can easily break this down for you. You like, the, the thing is, it's with working with matchmakers in the city, it's a one-stop shop. So you can always right. book in a date coaching session with even me or Christina. Um, we do date coaching. Um, oh, so anyway, okay. So photos, number one, main photo, well-dressed or a suit. Suit, you can't go wrong. Great. Then your job, okay? Your job is so essential for you to express what you do in the best, most positive light. Any woman worth their kernel of whatever worth their elbow. What's the thing? What's the expression? Any, any woman that you would want to date is genuinely, honestly, I'm just being real. She's going to care what you do for work. Okay. And she's going to want somebody that they don't have to be a million, a multimillionaire or a billionaire, you know, but for most, you know, for most, listen, you know, not for most. Okay. There are certain women that will only date in the bees. Okay. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm, well, I'm not kidding. Actually there are, but like, it's yeah. fine, but no, no, no. But like it's, but any woman worth anything is going to want a man who has a good career. And if you're not at the pinnacle of your career, that's totally fine, but it's in the way that you're presenting your career. So like Christina. Okay. So let me give you an yes. example. Give an example. please. Okay. So if someone's a lawyer and they put legal services, Oh my God. What are you doing? <laughs> Why? Why? Put the word attorney. Oh, okay. Or yes. partner at a law firm. Do you not put legal services? Oh my God. A hundred percent. However, if someone's a paralegal, you might want to put something like, legal services. It depends on what you do. Yeah. Like, but honestly though, a paralegal, I think that's fine. That's actually a good one. It's a great legal services just sounds a little, 
Yeah. It's just like what, or like (laughs) in the legal field, like, okay. Or in the medical field, like if you just say you're in the medical field, I I don't don't want women just liking me for, for my money, but it's not your money. It's, it's your, it's women look at a job and they say, oh, he has a career and he's building towards something. Yeah. Like he's building towards something. Um, but don't rely on your photos alone because I know a lot of women that we work with, if they don't, if the guy doesn't have a job written there, he's, they just don't even, they swipe left. Okay. It doesn't matter how attractive the guy is. Um, so yes. So put your job, job description. Um, if you're a consult, like a good word, if you're like, maybe you have, um, maybe you're in TV and you like work on different projects and don't say (laughs) freelance. You guys, the phrase freelance is the most, it is such a, a woman repeller freelance in TV and film. We no, 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 no. Even if you are the, even if you are banking, like even if you're making millions, like if you use the word freelance, (laughs) so just make sure if you're a free, if you are in freelance, right. Consultant of some kind. Right. Exactly. Yes. The word consultant is great because it can really, it's like, right. And if you own your own business, Put business owner, not self-employed. Oh God. Oh no. <laughs> self-employed is bad. And the word investor is wonderful. So women love the word investor. So if you have investments, that's great. great. Um, but just, you know, look at yourself objectively and say, okay, what kind of woman do I want to attract? Do I like, and then say, oh, what would she idea like what would she want oh she would want a guy who has a great career and who's like you know working towards you know great love it okay so let's thank you also wait 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 wait, wait. other very specific things on bumble if you do match with a woman um you should either um extend the conversation so they have an option where you can extend like the timing so even if the timing like like even if you just match with her on Bumble the women have to talk to the guy before the before the guy can talk back so but the guys a lot of times what women will do is women won't talk to a guy women will just like have a bunch of matches and then they'll talk to a guy if he extends the conversation or gives her an indication that he's interested um so do that if you like a woman and you match with her extend the chat just do whatever you can i forget what it's called specifically but extend it do whatever you can, like even super swipe. If you really like a woman, super swipe her because then that will give the, um, that will give the indication that you are wanting to start a conversation with her. Um, when they do, when they do start a conversation, it seems to die out after one or two days. This is very normal. Um, so it's important to, if you have a really good conversation with a woman, um, on that first conversation, um, 
you can definitely feel free to be like, Hey, you know, I don't use this app that often. What is your phone number? If you don't mind, I'd love to chat with you outside of the app. So the goal is to get off of the app. Then once you get her on her text, then you can say, Hey, listen, you sound awesome. Are you available for a phone call either later today or tomorrow? And then you get on a phone call and then on the phone call, you can ask her to go out on a date with you. So if you feel like you guys can like verbally just utter sentences together. So the whole goal or just ask her out before doing the phone call. It's fine. I think, but a lot of times though, Christina, sometimes a guy will get on a phone call and the vibe will just not be there at all. I know, but it's so awkward. You used to hate phone calls because I know if you don't know what the person's like, Christina, I know, but I think it's a basic level of communication. It's just so basic. Like you can just if somebody is completely just like, like, if, um, like so you're basically guys. screening for to make sure the person actually can speak. Yeah, that they can speak, like, and that they're not just totally like cursing left and right, or right, you know, right, just the basic true. things. You don't have to feel right. Oh my gosh, I don't I want the people love to my judge life. that too much. That's what I'm saying. I know, I know, Christina, but there has to be a certain basic, right, basic. Right. I agree. With when that. you're using dating apps, because it's not like matchmakers in the city. It's not. They're not being matched they're not getting these matches screened for them. We screen in meetings. Like we are meeting every single person, but with these guys, they, uh, they can't bring out seven women every week. Even, I mean, they can, you know, I know, you know, but anyway. Okay. So that's what you're doing wrong. I hope that that helps you. Wonderful. So we're going to make this a quick, we couldn't help but wonder as sisters, we grew up watching sex in the city Now, as personal matchmakers in 2022, we are living in a very different dating landscape than the ladies once were. In this segment, we debate each question that Carrie couldn't help but wonder episode by episode through today's lens. So season four, episode eight, my motherboard, myself. Interesting. It was just Mother's Day. Oh yeah. So this is nothing to do. Oh, it does. Actually, Miranda's mom passes away. Mm. Yeah. In this episode, her mother passes away. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so um uh Carrie couldn't help but wonder if a man, if giving a man the keys to your apartment means unlocking the door to home cooking and great sex, why are so many independent women? And then her computer crashes. So in this episode, Carrie's computer crashes as she's writing her couldn't help but wonder. Um, She gives her keys to Aiden. um, And then she, though, like doesn't accept a new laptop from him because hers broke down mysteriously and she never backs up her computer. Um, So that whole thing. And Carrie is very ornery in this episode like she really flips the switch and is just very bratty to Aiden and I mean Aiden is annoying like I just personally have always been annoyed at Aiden um yeah I think he's that like this the clarinet or oboe player <laughs> <laughs> what is that movie? actors oh the oboe player in this I think September ends or something, some kind of oh ice cream gosh. shop. I forget oh, in New so York good. City. It's just too funny. It's so good <laughs> when when he is an oboe player. That is like I will never forget. Um, but anyway, and then Samantha 
um, wrestling, um, as a coach, she's trying different positions, of course. Um, so yes. And then Miranda's mom dies unexpectedly. And then Charlotte, um, you know, does the ceremony and all of that. And Samantha mourns. Um, so Samantha then has trouble having an orgasm because she's mourning and she's grieving Miranda, but she doesn't know why she's having that. So anyway, it's more about like giving a guy the key to your apartment. Christina, I know how you feel about this, but why don't you share what you, your thoughts are like, is it in 2022? Like, do you give, you know, is it cool to give your key, the key to your apartment to just to a boyfriend? Absolutely not. And it just shows Carrie's annoyance where she doesn't really know why she's annoyed, but she is annoyed. And she feels protective over her computer because she feels like it's her soul. And Aiden's now trying to buy her her soul and she can't be bought. And he's annoying, but he's such a good guy. So why should I be feeling like this? Yeah, there are a lot of issues and it's clearly stemming from a lot of miss, just no boundaries boundaries problems with just doing relationships in a very accelerated 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 and lax way without just getting yeah without intention with just seeing what happens and yeah boundaries christina that is so true and that's why carrie is so is so repulsed by aiden because aiden is like the king of no boundaries. He's a boundaryless man. And it's not his fault. He's not a bad guy. It no. just, that's, that's, he's just doing his thing. He's just being Aiden and he has no boundaries. And Carrie, and it's needs fine that boundaries. she doesn't like him, but you have to set boundaries and then realize on those dates that are properly, that are with the proper boundaries. Oh, yeah, he's kind of annoying. And I don't like that. And I don't want to be married to someone who is annoying me. Exactly. It just puts yourself in such an unnecessary position when you allow those boundaries to be clobbered. Um, And that's, I think it's something though, that people in 2022 are getting a lot better at because even the conversation of boundaries is on the table and it's a, it's a hot word right now. Like people are learning, Oh, these are my boundaries. Do not cross, you know? And then like, as certain levels of relationships happen, that's when, okay, now I can open this little gate to this boundary. But unless you're here, we don't open the gate. We keep that closed. And that's for me. Listen, I am learning about boundaries as well. um, But it does the way that you express that is amazing. Okay, let's move on. Catching up with Conti's, Alessandra, you need to share you how you were in SD San Diego last weekend and you're about to come to New York City and do the Matchmaking Institute conference this coming week. Yes, I'm so excited. I'm going to the Matchmaking Institute conference in New York City this week. It is going to be just all the top matchmakers from all over the world, all over the world. And I'm so excited. I have my outfit picked out. And I'm just thrilled. And I'm going to be staying with Jessica Foss, who was on our podcast, Jewish Matchmaker. So hopefully that will help my New York City PTSD because I have PTSD from New York City. Um, But yeah, that will be really fun. I'm so excited. Wonderful. And I will be in Atlanta this weekend for um, just beautiful trip visiting our friends. 
looking forward to that. Oh, we actually, we have clients all over. So we have clients in Atlanta and yeah. Represent. Are you ICC. seeing them or no? You're just, I don't think so, but yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Great. And let's move on to Alessandra's affirmation. Okay, you guys. So I want you to pause whatever you're doing and take one deep breath with us. Okay. And now let's breathe in two, three, four, and out two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Let's activate that parasympathetic nervous system. My affirmation for you today is I lovingly release the past, enjoy the beauty of the present, and know that my future will be fabulous. I lovingly release the past, enjoy the beauty of the present, and know that my future will be fabulous. Wonderful. I love that. And to classics with Christina, I am going to recommend the book Gone with the Wind. I read it a few years ago while I was writing my thesis, my senior thesis in college. Wow. And I would read it at night. It would be my relaxation instead of going to the frats. I would read this book. Wow. <laughs> I loved it. And I loved the character of Brett Butler because he was a man who in every circumstance could not find a way and make a way. And just to have that can do attitude is great, but something that he needs to learn and he doesn't is that you can't force someone to love you. And Mm -hmm. instead of trying to force Scarlett to love him or to, to feel the way he does about her, that's you can't force someone. So it's, knowing that in a relationship, both people have to choose each other. Oh, wow. Christina, that was beautiful. Thank you so much. Okay. You guys, I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Know that we absolutely adore you so much. I've been getting a lot of DMS from our listeners and our listeners are so fabulous. Like the, the women are stunning and intelligent and just like everything. And the guys are amazing. They're so successful. They're just like great men. So we just love you guys so much. We see you and we hope that our dating advice helps you as you're journeying through whatever stage of relationship that you're in, but no, we love you so much. And we're always here for you. Okay. We'll talk to you guys soon. listening to Dating in the City. For more information on how to be matched by one of our matchmakers, visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com.